0: what's up cloud gamers welcome to another episode of cgx cast this is episode 67 and we got some stuff to talk about today we are missing some members of the panel and hopefully uh, some of them join uh, a little later but we do have a special guest today from thunderful games and if you guys are not familiar with that studio they're the makers of foyftail and we have regina how are you doing today
1: Hello, I'm doing I'm doing great. I, it's a little
0: bit late, but I'm I'm ready for the podcast. Nice, nice. Appreciate you being here and excited to get your input on some of the cloud gaming discussion pieces today.
1: So. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here and happy to share my thoughts on the the subject.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. All right, so uh, before we get started, we're just going to break down uh, what we're going to be covering on today's show. And then we'll introduce the panel and then say hi to you guys, the viewers who are watching. So we're going to talk about Amazon Luna. As you guys know, they made some noise at the Video Games Awards, giving us some games coming to the platform. Uh, So we'll discuss those games, see where our excitement levels are for those games. We are also going to talk about Shadow PC. You guys know there's a big event coming for Shadow next week. We're going to speculate as to what we might see from that show. Google Stadia gave us the blog post for this week with a lot of information. So we'll break that down and see uh, how we feel about some of the stuff that they announced at with the blog post and then I would say probably the biggest game release of this year with Halo Infinite released single play campaign for Xbox cloud gaming. And I know members of this panel has been playing a lot of that. And then last but not least, again, having Regina here, we're gonna kind of ask some questions about how, um, the the whole way this game came about. And uh, why Google Stadia is a platform, and just what her take is on just cloud gaming's future as a whole. So that is going to be what this show is all about. So excited to have you guys watching with us. Um, but to get started, let's say what's up to the panel members, see what they've been playing and what platform they've been using to play those games as of late. So... GTP, will start with you, sir. What have you been playing? What platform have you been using to play those games on?
2: What's going on? It's good to be here, man, as always. Um, well, you know me. Halo Infinite has pretty much been it as far as my personal gaming time goes. Um, I have played a little bit of like uh, Devil May Cry 5 on Luna and uh, some Stadia games and stuff that we'll talk about more. But like my main focus has been trying to get some campaign done in Halo Infinite. I pretty much... Did a ton of multiplayer waiting, so I took a break from that and just focused on the campaign, which has been really good so far. Now, I'd say probably 40-50% of that time has been on xCloud, and the rest of it's been on the uh, Series X, so been kind of spreading that out a little bit.
0: Nice. How are you enjoying Halo? Where are you at? Did you beat the campaign yet?
2: Not yet. Um, too much work, but like I'm probably about six hours. Or so Um, I like to clean up like I'm go around clean up all the little tiny missions as I unlock new areas. That's how I like to do most like open world style stuff is just clean up each little area as I go. So it takes more time to do the main story. Uh, But what I've played of it so far, definitely as someone who loved one, two and three, I'm really enjoying uh, what they've done so far with this one.
0: Nice. So uh, just curious, where, where are you playing it mostly? Would you say Xbox Cloud Gaming or would you say it's Cloud PC?
2: It's split between the Series X and X Cloud. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot on the laptop or the iPad when, when I'm away from the TV. And then uh, when I get chilling on the couch, the Series X goes on, and, and that's where I spend the rest of the time at night. So
0: Cool, cool. All right, man. GTP, good to see you and hear my dude. So yeah we like to save the best for last uh we'll get to regina here in a bit but gamer tv fill us and how has your gaming experience been where have you been playing what platform um
3: same as gtp i've been on halo campaign probably most for most of the week okay. um i'm about three and a half hours in um i put that down for a sec just to try devil's May cry 5 on uh, luna and yeah that's been fantastic. So I'm very, very happy about that. So I've been, I've been jumping between the two. Um, Halo, primarily in the cloud all day, every day. Um, only because it's, you know, I'm on the go. So it, whenever I have a, a little moment to breathe, um, either in the studio or in an Uber or something, I just open it and go and play. So that's, that's the beauty of cloud for, for me right now.
0: Okay, cool, cool. How would you say Devil May Cry has been for you, man?
3: Oh, it's been great. Um, It's gorgeous, uh, super smooth. So it's it's tough for me right now because I love that game, but I love Halo. So I'm like, okay, where do I spend my free time right now? (laughs) So it's like, she's just too much to play.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Good to have you on Gamer. Um, Regina, yeah, fill us in. What have you been playing? What platform?
1: So after getting like super dragged into the arcane stuff on Netflix, the Netflix show, I've sort of fallen back to League of Legends, visiting that a little bit, Ooh, and also one. picked up the, the Ruined King, you know, got so swept into everything again. So I'm like, hey, Riot, I need to visit your franchises again. <laughs> um, also been bit sort of swamped in work, but I'm so eager to get started on get Life is Strange, True Colors. Oh, I'm yeah. Super yeah. happy. I'm planning on picking up on the, the Stadia.
0: Oh, cool. That's a great game. I'm so close to being it. I just got to get it done. It's a lot of games that came out that took my attention away from it, but yeah, pretty good to have you on here. Do you just want to let the viewers know kind of like who you are and what your role was in like Wavetail?
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, my name is Regina. I'm a senior designer at Thunderfall Games. And I've been working like throughout a lot of different things uh, with Wavetail. Um, but like my primary areas of ownership was the movement
0: okay cool cool and again uh the last uh, segment of this podcast we're gonna ask you some questions and uh yeah look forward to just discussing the game and seeing how it was for you guys bringing it to google stadia happy good to, to have answer you- that yeah good to have you on thank you yeah absolutely duncan are you are you ready, sir?
4: I suppose so. Uh, hopefully you can hear me all okay. I made major issues there earlier. But uh take it you know what I've what I've been playing, I've been playing on a, a load of things. I had a bit of play with some halo, biggest it's the nonsense going. Uh I don't like it at all. I'm being serious
0: by the way. Wait, you <laughs> but, don't like Halo?
4: Yeah, I am not liking it. No.
0: Ooh, uh... GTP, oh, how do you feel about it? Oh,
2: absolutely not surprised <laughs> at all. It is not a Duncan game, so I'm just laughing because I'm like, of course he doesn't. Of yeah. course he doesn't. Yeah. You guys yeah, listen man. to the games that Duncan likes every week, <laughs> right? Is. And so, I'm not knocking them; they're great games, but they're not Halo. He doesn't. That's just not his thing.
4: Yes, yeah, so definitely, definitely not my, definitely not my thing. Uh, uh, so I did give it a go. I am going to give it a bit more time and, and just to see if it grows on me, but. Uh, and uh, it's not 100% for me, to, to tell you the truth. But I have been playing on a, a load of different stuff. Uh I completed Portal 2 this week. I was just replaying that oh, because of, of the, the, the 3080. Absolutely uh, brilliant there. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, fuck I've been playing so many games. It's actually, I can't remember uh, <laughs> all, all of them. I got a couple of... Uh, just to just to just to no, gtp here uh actually done uh got a couple of platinants uh this week as well on the playstation so that's all good as well because you know gtp absolutely loves his P- playstation but yeah uh i've been having a lot of fun playing games while i can
0: cool cool and again uh shout out to you guys you guys hosted the cloud gaming awards and man that, uh, we were just discussing earlier a lot of work goes into that man and good stuff all around and thanks for being able to come to the show right after that because it wasn't too long ago so appreciate you being here man good to see you
4: no problem at all
0: yeah yeah and uh holds uh is uh i don't know if he's in the chat yet he might make it but if he doesn't shout us to holds we see ben the chat uh he's another panel member he couldn't be here today as well so shout-outs to you, Ben. Um, but just want to take a sec to say what's up to you guys who are viewing and for those of you guys who are going to be dropping later, once you guys replay this, hi to you guys as well. Uh, Hellmonkey, um,
3: <laughs>
0: shout-out to you, another panel member. Uh, Zero Games for me. Good to see you, my dude. Maker of Chaos, good to see you. I, I, I think Hellmonkey has a word for you here, GTP. Um... He's but.
2: talking about my progress in Halo Infinite oh, campaign. Yeah. Okay, he wants me to be okay.
0: farther. <laughs> Allie's good to see you, and he is well. Super Oh, shout outs to uh Superdell If you guys don't know who he is, he's also another content creator who covers uh, the cut cutter stuff. So the Netflix again, we call each other like you know brothers and sisters or cousins, or it, it's all in the family. The whole. Uh, cut cutters not you know necessarily needing a box right to enjoy content cloud gaming is stuff for gaming and uh, they're doing it over there with uh, media as well so shout outs to superdell for dropping by today good to see you my dude um i think we said what's up and ben i nice see you and again hi to you guys who are going to be dropping in as the show goes on um but yeah i've been playing halo Infinite campaign testing out the Xbox Cloud Gaming. It's pretty good, performs pretty well. And um, Duncan, you know, to to each their own. But the campaign is really good, man. I don't know, I don't know why uh, why you don't like it. But shoutouts to you again to each their own. But yeah, really enjoying that. And um, I'm playing some Tales of Arise, trying to beat that with the announcement of. Final Fantasy Remastered coming to the Epic Game Store. Um, You know, that's going to... So Shadow PC, you don't have a lot of space. Again, 250 gigs. So I'm very, like, selective on the games that I play on there. So I only have two games, NBA 2K and ARC, Tales of Arise. So I have to beat one to be able to install Final Fantasy. So I'm trying to get done with Tales before Final Fantasy comes out. But yeah, that's been what I've been playing mostly. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see all you guys, the viewers and uh, the panel members. Uh, we got a good show for you guys, so let's not waste any more time. Let's kick it off with the VGA. Um, if you guys know, the, didn't know, the Game Awards happened this week. Um, I just wanna check in with the panel members and I'm gonna open this up. Did anyone watch it? If so, what were your thoughts? What's that, like stood out to you and just if you were to grade it how would you say cloud gaming did for the vgas and uh what what stood out to you for cloud gaming as a whole at the vgas i know it's a loaded question it's a lot to be asking for you guys but uh let's let's start with let's start with gamer here how was the vga for you did you watch it and <laughs> um yeah what what stood out to you and where would you rate cloud gaming so whole performance wise um VGAs?
3: yeah i think uh it was it was decent for me um okay. i watched a little bit of it i, I didn't watch the entire uh, broadcast in between you know planning and doing things for the the business but um, I was impressed with uh, Luna's presence. Okay. Um, I wanted a little bit more from uh, GeForce Now, to be honest. Um, okay. I, I did not expect Stadia to be there, so I wasn't really disappointed. Okay. Um, but yeah, Luna really, really shined for me. Um, that, that entire little, um, I guess, cutaway they had just let people know, hey, Cloud Gaming is here um, and it's coming. Um, the surprise game announcements, that was great. Um, reinforced my belief in Amazon's dedication to cloud gaming. And um, you know, I think we're going to see big things from them in 2022. Uh, I can't guarantee it, but I've heard some good things. Um, some things were supposed to happen, you know, in Q4 this year, but it didn't take place. They, they pushed it off to 2022. Um, oh. So. Yeah, I'm super, super impressed with them. Um, GeForce now, yeah, you know, it was whatever. But uh, xCloud, Stadia, just not impressed at all. Um, but for the the entire show, it didn't do much for me either. So I, I guess overall, I was underwhelmed by everything outside of Luna's uh, little cutaway. OK,
0: fair enough, fair enough. Thanks for you taking that. How about you, GTP? Uh, how was uh, the Game Awards for you? What stood out for you? And how would you say Cloud Gaming did as a whole of the Game Awards?
2: Yeah, so I I let the whole three-hour show stream here with me while I was working and stuff. And kind of like Gamer said, I don't think it was, like, exciting. You didn't have any, like, super wild moments. They had some decent trailers to show. I mean, honestly, what I was probably most excited to watch wasn't even a game. It was a Sonic 2 trailer. So that's... Yeah, you know, so, I the, I movie the Sonic Sonic, Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um I just love what they did when they fixed the first movie and and really, you know, got a lot of faith from the gamers and the movie did well and now the second one looks really cool. So, hey, I really like the trailer but um yeah, there wasn't much cloud presence and I don't I think we talked before we weren't expecting a lot of cloud presence. It's still kind of niche and, and making its way. Uh I guess if you're talking about the presence Luna had the largest presence, even though it was small, like yeah. a really small yeah. cutaway. As as right. gamers said, it was just a cutaway. But at the same time, like I said last week, at least they had a presence, and at least they were like, you know, we're at least going to put in the effort to be there in some way. Um, but I didn't expect X cloud or Stadia or too much uh, other stuff going on for cloud yet. But I do think those presences from all these companies will grow over time, but we're just not there yet. Overall, the show was just kind of, eh, you know, nothing amazing. Sonic 2.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What what did you think about the Sonic um, open world game that they built there? Yeah, I
2: mean, they, they didn't show a lot, but what they did show got me really interested. Um, I really liked Sonic Adventure back in the day on Dreamcast. Um, yeah. That's dating a little bit. Uh, that's when I played that game the first time. And I really liked it. And um, yeah, I've been waiting for like a really good Sonic game like that or some kind of open world Sonic. And if that's right. what they're doing, I think it'll be really good. So we'll wait to see what they do with that.
0: Cool. Sounds good. Oh, it's good to see you in the panel, my dude. Thanks for jumping in. How are you, sir? You're you're
5: muted. I turned my PC up. So uh, it was all the wires out anyway, so I was like, I had to join. So my PC is now hanging literally diagonal. It's just holding (laughs) on to nothing. So all the wires are everywhere. So I was like, but it's good to be on. So the Game Awards, yeah, I actually watched it. I actually streamed it for the whole three hours. And I was really excited to see games like, you know, um, for spoken and Hellblades and Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad, but to me, I was looking out for them cloud logos. I know I shouldn't be doing that, but I was like, "Come on, please tease yeah. me, show me what's coming in 2022, please." Right. I will pre-order them straight away if you just give me a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. but no, not. I mean, to be fair, the Game Awards never tease anything for any cloud platform, really. with the games I mentioned, so it was, it was good to see that maybe all platforms or maybe no platforms will get these games going forward so okay. fingers crossed the news will come out soon
0: fair enough a game that they showcased there that made me think about you a lot was final fantasy remake coming to epic games on pc
5: uh, see, when, when i seen that final fantasy 7 remasters integrate i was like oh yes this is amazing and when i seen it go to the epic store i was like oh Oh, no, nope. not the Epic store. Because, you know, I've been harping on the last year about Epic and Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. and that never came. And especially when we talk about GeForce now, mm. I think these games would be absolutely amazing and run absolutely amazing on the 38th tier if Square Enix did push the likes of Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy mm. 7R. So I was like, once again, I was had my fingers crossed going, please. I know I saw a list a few months ago that maybe might have hinted that I could come. Yeah. But i thought that was roughly a fake list so when i actually saw it in the game awards i was like is it possibly is it gonna come please yeah. come yeah. but you know I'm, I'm not actually gonna get hyped up in case that my expectations don't get met
0: yeah so uh two games from epic uh with kenna and uh, dead strand both you know were one's a playstation exclusive right both are available in gfn i i know we miss kingdom hearts but i don't think sony had any exclusive right or did they i can't remember but uh, i don't know there's these little hopes especially like with the leak that we saw with you know final fantasy seven remake or remastered coming to the platform um but little hope little hope
5: and also, right. when, I, when I actually seen that name, um, Sonic Frontiers, I just went. When I seen Sonic running that open world, the first thing I was shouting was, Sonic Breath of the Wild, oh, please, I, I need this game yeah, as well. So yeah. sure. there, was a few, there was a few little highs that got me in this game awards.
0: Okay, fair enough. Regina, let's uh, check in with you. What was your take with the game awards and uh, did anything stand out to you?
1: Yeah, so I didn't have the opportunity to sort of watch it live, so I kind of catch it up later on. And like yep. it was a few announcements that really popped up to me, like the Thursday suitor, like Scott Pilgrim-ish game, like sort of really popped to me. Yeah. And uh, of course, the, the Slitherhead, sort of huge fan of the the Silent Hill series, especially the original like yeah. three games. So it was kind of getting the Silent Hill vibes on that. Very happy for them. And I, of course, was super happy to see Haze Light sort of take the mainstay later on. Yeah,
0: yeah, good stuff. I was talking to you before the show, and yeah, you were talking about how big of a fan you are of Silent Hill. Um, yeah, and that Slitherhead game, definitely, you know, you can see some Silent Hill vibe in it. So it's pretty cool to see that, you know, show up. some real. Yeah.
1: Junji Ito, creepy yeah. manga vibe. I love yeah. it. It seems
0: <laughs> amazing.
1: Cool. And in terms of cloud gaming, like, mm-hmm. catching the recaps. That's sort of just picking up the highlights, and and it's just not even passed me by. I guess it sort of weren't caught in the recap.
0: Yeah, like uh, G two P was saying, not a lot of presence, um, and you know maybe that's a topic of you know conversation, right? Of how you know cloud game is still in its infant stage, right? And so uh, expectations shouldn't be high for them to be at shows like this. Uh but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff overall. Um let's get into the platforms so though. Again, we've discussed i L I didn't have a talk, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah <laughs> 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 I apologize, my bad. Didn't see I, uh, you there. Go
4: ahead. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get GTP uh, excited here. The biggest takeaway oh, okay. for me from the 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 gaming awards there, even though I was sleeping uh, during them oh, uh, because of the of the uh, time. I know you're getting worried here. I can I can I can tell. Uh, was the Matrix? I just thought that was absolutely phenomenal. Playing that on my Xbox. That just shows you the complete and other potential there. Yes, there's some issues. I, I had some framework issues. But that, that is like, I want to play that on GFM. I want to see what that does. Well, that would be like on the 3080. That is where Cloud Gaming should really be looking at going there. That has got me so, so excited of where gaming is going. With, with the other games, there, there was a couple of nice way announcements there. We're seeing, uh, I always say it wrong, uh, Sen- Hellblade 2, we'll just call it Hellblade 2. Absolutely uh, class there. But there's a, uh, I just liked another lot of these announcements. There was no, oh my God, this is absolutely outstanding sort of announcements uh, from the gaming awards. But the interesting one for cloud gaming as a whole would be PUBG. PUBG is across all the different, or most of the cloud gaming services for Stadia. That means it's going to go free-to-play on there. It is on Xbox, so it would be interesting to see what's going to happen with xCloud. And, of course, it is on GFN, so that's going to add on another game onto the free-to-play list there. Regarding the... How Cloud Gaiman was actually at the event. It was class to see that Luna had such a big, massive presence. They were getting there during the pre show and they were doing their ads during it. So we, we could see that. Xbox is Xbox. People are, I think people have forgot here as well that these games going to X Cloud, I'm, I'm glad going.
0: you said that. I'm glad you said that. Keep going though. Okay. <laughs> no, it, yeah. I'll, I'll get back to that. Keep going.
4: How uh, going to go the X cloud? We know that. Uh, that uh, Crossfire X. C- Crossfire X, yeah. more than likely going to X cloud. Uh, GFN had uh, its game there, which is sort of teased beforehand. And Stadia was notable by its absence again. So that is the whole year Stadia has not been at anything. They've had not had a Stadia Connect. They have not been a play They have not been a Gamescom. And they have not been at the gaming awards either.
0: So I think it is worth highlighting that. Yeah. No, that's a good highlight for sure. Um, So why I pointed that part out, you know, people like uh, when asked about cloud gaming as a whole at uh, the VGA presence, you know, a lot of people would reference Luna because again, they were probably the only cloud that tweeted about it and said, you know, we have a surprise coming. Uh, but what people fail to realize is pretty much every first-party Xbox game that was unveiled at the show is possibly coming to Game Pass, right? So the Hellblade Sinsuna 2, uh, the Crossfire X that you saw, and I believe there was another um, Microsoft first-party studio games there all those games are going to become X Cloud. So in a way they didn't like say it, but knowing that these games are coming as a whole in the cloud, this is quite exciting as well. But yeah, Duncan, uh, thanks for your take for sure. Um, just really, uh, let me know if you guys felt this, but did you see Jeff Geely um, at, at this show? Did he seem like M top? Did he seem, like, excited? I don't know. It, it felt like, I think last year, you know, uh it wasn't able to happen, but it felt like just having a live presence to him. You can kind of see, like, his passion about gaming, you know? Like, he was just really excited to be the excited to, and when he'll make an announcement, like, you know, I spoke to, like the Slit Ahead game it's like you know these devs asked me to showcase this in the show like you just see that excitement and I don't know it's it's really cool to see these events again like um, opening up to the masses to attend again I think as a whole uh, it it was a success Um, I know again cloud has a long way to go but seeing uh, hopefully E3 opens up again to the public this year and um, these these event shows, opens up again. But yeah, um, Cloud, again, still in its infant stage. And hopefully going forward, we'll see them make bigger presence in, in shows like this. But yeah, it's it good to see it back and live again, for sure. Uh, anyone else before we move on to Google Stadia? The, not Google Stadia, Amazon Luna. All right, so we're going to kick it out. So... As you guys know, like we've been discussing here, Amazon Luna uh, sent out a tweet saying that they are going to announce some stuff at the Game Awards, and they did, right? So we got Devil May Cry 5 came to Luna Plus. We got uh, Yakuza Life Like a Dragon came to Luna Plus as well. We had Adventure Time Pirates of the, I'm not even going to try and say that name, uh, came to the family channel. And uh, these other games come in as well, right? Judgment is coming December 16th, which is this week, right? We have Mist is also coming the 16th. And I think it's interesting that they highlighted the Rainbow Six Extraction, from which is going to be uh, an Ubisoft Plus channel game. Um, so what are your thoughts on this? We'll just open this up to the panel. Uh, how big of a move? What's this uh, them? First of all, being present the VGA. Second of all, ending the year with all these games coming, and also they want to let us know, right? Chorus is available. Riders right? Republic is also available. So we'll open this to the panel and start with GTP here. What's your take on the Luna announcement this week?
2: So it's a little confusing and okay. <laughs> and mixed feelings, right? Because the the smaller slower moving of the cloud gaming <laughs> businesses right that's us it's only point. beta not point. expanding we're talking about how slow they've been the past couple of months have the biggest presence at game awards and announce some point. pretty solid titles when you're looking at the games that everybody else is putting out so i'm like really like luna plus is the one throwing devil may cry five out and yakuza out and judgment and we're gonna get uh extraction and that type of stuff so yeah, I just, I thought it was pretty good for them. Is it huge? No, we wanted to see expansion to other countries and areas. We want to see more channels. We want to see the service grow because we like what we see so far. Uh, right. But for them and for the size, like the scope that they are right now, it's pretty good uh, yeah. between their appearance and, and this announcement. I, I think it's pretty solid for, for Luna considering
0: where they've been. Yeah. Good point with that GTP. And so, Gamer, I'm going to call you next. Yeah. Uh, and you probably can't give us the inside deets, uh, but you did mention, and you know, I listened, <laughs> you did mention earlier when we were talking about just checking in, you said, Luna, you knew about something, again, not putting you in spotlight, you don't have to answer, <laughs> but you knew about something that was supposed to happen that's, you know, with this platform mm-hmm. by the end of this year that didn't. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, j- just want to check in on you with this, like what's your take on this, but with what you knew or know mm-hmm. that you can't say, how does that all tie into this as a whole?
3: Um, so essentially, supposedly they, they, they were supposed to push to other regions and, yeah. um, and along with that push, um, they were, they were going to experiment with the resolution bump. Um, how, how does it all tie in? Uh, it's pretty simple. I, I think they're super confident in in their position with Luna. Um, number one, they're going to lean heavily on Prime, and I think just building the awareness um, through video game award shows and and whatnot, and slowly adding titles. Um, another big thing uh, with course, right? That was that was Day and Date uh, for a subscription service. So you know that's going to happen more often and 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 more frequently and people will begin to see like hey well i can spend six bucks or five dollars whatever it is and experience day and date titles um on this subscription service that was written off a little bit some people actually thought that wouldn't happen like well they'll get the titles later etc etc it's like heck no day and date um and and then the titles run extremely well i haven't had one problem with a title on Luna at all, never. It's, I mean, always consistent. They just don't miss, <laughs> period. So I'm excited to see them expand and, and grow this thing. Um, we said it a long time ago here that um, it's easier to catch up technology-wise. It's harder to catch up with libraries. Yeah. So technology for these cloud gaming services and um, cloud gaming sorry not even just cloud gaming services but cloud service providers like amazon microsoft google the technology is a wash like i'm like come on man that they're gonna catch up everyone will be at a place where they're like we all have the same tech we might have a few different stacks here and there but at the end of the day it all runs the same we're all here now it's about the games and how you play them and what type of um subscription services you offer the the users to access the games so i think luna's position you know excuse the pun but in a, they're in a prime position to really <laughs> make some noise with their platform in 2022
0: okay so you, you're not all too concerned and yeah it's the expansion and you know the quality resolution boost you talked about that being pushed back um i don't know thanks for sharing that but yeah it, it makes it makes sense uh, because that was what a lot of people were expecting to happen this year. But something that you did mention is that uh, they, they feel confident with the position. And like we've said a lot, prime is probably what they're relying on. Um, and you've seen uh, awareness was something else you mentioned, but you're seeing them, like, make more people aware of, Luna, right? You go on Amazon, it's pushed out. People are receiving emails. Um, and even for a service that's still in beta, it's pretty cool to see them kind of pushing this uh, the way they... They can push more, don't get me wrong, but it's pretty cool to see them at least being present at the VGA's, knowing how big, you know, of eyes that Absolutely. are watching that show. But, yeah. Okay. Let's call on... Um, who. Duncan, did we get a new here?
4: No, you haven't. But okay. here we go. Then, uh, then the Games coming absolutely fast. Their subscription is just mad. Games have just been added, not taken away as yet. And keep that up there. We the don't want to see holes. So, no, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with their talk going into uh, the game awards, I'm actually neutral. Uh, I think they may have hyped it up slightly too much. Uh, I was maybe expecting something slightly a bit more, but... I'm happy enough with where that actually is went through there. Of course, I want to get into the European expansion. I think the sooner they do that, the better, because we, we all want to get our hands on it over here, uh, especially if we want to tie it into Prime, as uh, they have said before, and uh, gamers sort of hinting at there as well. Uh, I just I just want to get into this. More games, the better. Uh, playing them anywhere I want, uh, you can't beat that.
0: True, true. Good take. And uh, GTP, did we get it to you? We did. Right. Oh, no. so, uh, okay. so, it, so it's
5: just go me ahead, then. Um, to yeah. me, uh, LUNA's been pushed... Oh, pushed to the back of my mind for a long time because it's been stateside, and I was expecting them to come out um, in the VJ Awards to actually say that it expands into Europe. And part of me was like, maybe it could be a hit and miss in certain regions of Europe, but I did expect it to come in the United Kingdom. But then, when they never announced that, I was like, okay, fair you news. Know, they're taking their own time. They're still in beta. I'll let them off. But then once I saw these games like Devil May Cry and Yakuza Like a Dragon and Judgment and Raid's Republic, I'm like, damn these are games that would actually get me to jump in the service in a heartbeat so i was like oof only if luna could drop me a controller off right now and i'll be happily playing capcom and sega games on this service so to me it's sort of like refueled desire wanting luna so good to know so these
0: these games kind of excited you these these, these
5: games are literally all the games that i actually want to see on cloud and i know i know that i've I've talked about yakuza before on xcloud but seeing it available on other platforms gives me the choice where i actually want to play and of course you know devil may cry such an amazing game
0: so i would have to say uh yakuza like a dragon on luna uh we are actually working on a comparison but it runs way like way better on luna than it does an xbox cloud gaming and yeah, you know, people are like, oh, it's already available in the cloud, but if it runs better on Luna, right, I mean, it just makes it a better place to play it. But, yeah, good to see, for sure. How about you, Regina? What's your take on how uh, these games come to Amazon Luna?
1: I mean, first of all, there's some really exciting titles.
0: Uh, so definitely
1: interesting and, and great to see them on sort of the cloud but yeah. I, I think in general, Amazon hasn't had like, I guess this is very anecdotal too, but Amazon hasn't had like a great presence in Sweden ever. And like Luna has been to me as well, sort of very back in my mind. Uh, but, but it's great to see like these bigger companies also making a move sort of for this market because it's it's clear that it's a, a need or sort of a want to, to fill this niche and uh, very sort of fun to see. Amazon making this play
0: okay. good fair enough are, are you wanting them to come to your area like is this a service if available in Sweden you'll be excited to try out
1: I feel like to me the the core with the core, or sort of the most important thing with the cloud-based is convenience and, yeah. like if they end up offering the most convenient service, then yeah. I guess it's going to be more, most like to me personally most interesting, uh, but it, like it it all depends on the service they're offering. I would say. True,
0: true, good point, good take. Uh, so my personal take on this again, I I feel like it's good that they were here, but like most of you guys, I'm echoing. I expected there to be more. Again, they hyped it up right Twitter twice right to post about it so i would think like maybe you know the 4k push or uh the uh, multiple regions but like gamer was saying maybe something interfered with that and um maybe that's pushed back to next year but overall um just seeing them present here letting people know again this is this event had probably one of the biggest eyes in in gaming this year right so just being here letting people know what Luna is, is is a good good step, for sure. Um, but yeah, anyone else for Luna before we move on to the next segment? All right. Yeah,
4: yeah just Go one wee tiny thing here. I yep. think it's worth highlighting that we bundle. I'm not sure if that bundle's still uh, available.
0: Yes, it, yes, yes. Uh, I
4: think a lot of people have actually picked it up. I've seen a lot of people in our cloud uh, community out there going for that. Uh, I think that the, this announcement out right? there, putting themselves in that position and actually advertising themselves to the tens of millions here who have been watching that has being class, uh, gets more people excited, rising tides, ships, yada, yada, yada.
0: Yeah, true. True. Again, multiple bundles, right? They have a 5-stick uh, 4K Max bundle. They have a tablet bundle um a, a lot of great bundles for sure so if you were on the fence on you know getting amazon luna and if you're in the u.s uh and still are waiting for your invitation just to let you know if you do buy any fire stick product uh you're automatically in so if that's an in- incentive on its own too but yeah thanks for that duncan totally uh had that in the notes but spaced out about it so good stuff all right so we're gonna move on to gfn uh you guys are gonna hear me say week week more than one time this 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 show with gfn because it is a week week um but yeah they had an update right virgin 2.0.36 which uh, should be bringing some improvements with ubisoft connect again this is huge Right, because a lot of the issue people have with GFN is um, the the connecting, again, you have multiple accounts that are connected with GFN. You have your Steam, you have your Epic, you have your Ubisoft connect, right? And so having to juggle all these accounts uh, can be stressful but not only that, um, when one of them is, is a headache to log in and out of, it's even more stressful. But with this update ubisoft game launches automatically uh we haven't tested it yet because we haven't got the app but from what they're saying the experience should be a lot more fast faster um, which is a good thing because the community has been requesting that but that's only for ubisoft connect right another update that this brings, if you are a mac user it brings improvements uh to that again apple macbook pro one m max and you should be able to get this in here, 1600p resolution as well. A lot of improvement for Mac users. I'm not a Mac. Chief is, he probably would have been excited for this. But if you game on the Mac, just know that this update should make it a better experience for you. Um, but let's move on, right? Uh, let's talk about the games that are releasing for this pl- that released in this platform this week. Um, not a lot, but A Train All Aboard uh, Tourism is one. White Shadows is two. Monopoly Madness is three. Anno 1404 History Edition is four. Prison Architects, five. Super Magbot, six. And Untitled Goods Game. Um, so those are the games for GFN this week. So I'm just going to open this up to the panel members. Let me close that. Um start with GTP here, man. What's your take on these games coming to GFN and also just uh GFN news for this week?
2: You want me to say week week, don't you? It's weak, man.
0: Be <laughs> be real with the um, viewers, man.
2: Be no, real. <laughs> no. Um I actually you know, as far as game releases for the kind of games me and you play, uh, you know, the releases are gonna feel weak for us. I think the app update and the Ubisoft connect thing and that type of stuff is actually a bigger deal than the games coming out. I know a lot of people um, commenting Mac users that uh, aspect ratio being fixed is a big deal for them uh, for the Mac. So that's really cool. Um, Right. I'm on monopoly. Not so. Yes, I will play monopoly madness to try it out. I'll probably play it with the wife and whatnot because every now and then, because she doesn't game at all, I'll find something that will bring her in and that we can play a little bit. It's usually something like Mario party, but I'll be able to get her into this too. So, um, You know, that would be the only game that I'll say, okay, I could actually get her to play, so I will play that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's nothing super exciting here, but I think we know that from the December roadmap altogether. Nothing super, like, really big on there, just filling out the library, and I really think they've been super concentrated on all the 3080 launch everywhere and more resources in, making sure that rolls out as successfully as possible and getting that out and to where they consider it caught up or done or successful and then i think we were talking last week that um coming into next year after the holidays we're going to want to start seeing the, the bigger games roll in again we want to start seeing ea games come back and that type of thing so I, I think even for the next three weeks or so we're not looking at anything major as far as game releases unless we get some surprises
0: Yeah, okay. let's talk about surprises again the vga just took place two games that we know is coming. Actually, one for sure, which is Final yeah. Fantasy VII Remake and this leak of Shimi 3 coming as a free game to Epic Game Store next week. What do you think we'll see? any this come to GFN?
2: I know you were talking week? about that. I know you want to see, like, both of those titles really come. Um, mm-hmm. There's, I mean, man, it's so hard to tell. You think you can call it because you see, like, past releases, but then they come and go and they don't get added. And it's just... It's really hard to tell. I, I have no idea. I I kind of suspect we could see Final Fantasy, but I feel like that's almost too good to be true. I don't know, like if it, if it, so. I mean, because we all do want that so badly as a day and date for them. I just I, I think we want it too bad, so it's not going to happen. But that I would like to see it for sure.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Wasn't Arc Raiders? Was Arc Raiders the game that had the GeForce Now logo at the VGA? It was. Yes. Yes. Yes, was. yes.
0: Yes. 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 To that game. Yeah. Yes. It looks good. Not gonna yeah. lie. Uh, Regina, what's your take on these games? Uh, um, yeah. Are you familiar with GeForce now and these games coming to the Yeah, platform?
1: a little bit. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I've tested the G4s. Uh, and is it called? The new for GFN. Um, yeah. G4. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think this is going to be my recurring theme, but uh, convenience. Right? For me, it's, yeah. it's all about the convenience. Yeah. And, I, these are some like fun games. I love the, the goose game, but it's also not the games maybe that I, I expect like a GeForce to stand behind. Like, the, it's not the, the real powerhouse in terms yeah. of graphic or, you know. Sure. And, and that's something I, I think is so amazing that the cloud that you can have like, you could play all of this super crazy title on your phone. And like the first time you do it, it's so nice. Am I playing cyberpunk on the phone? Like, is it really happening? Yeah. And, and these are more the titles, you know. These are a little less high fidelity titles. But yeah. but to me, GeForce N, like in general, I it's the, the queuing system doesn't really do it for me. You know, I want to pick something up now. I have like a little time in between and it's, just don't like waiting for stuff. And I sort of haven't committed to that ecosystem. So I have no bigger subscription or so.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And you echo what a lot of, uh, you know, members in the cloud gaming community say about the platform uh when it comes to convenience right this is an area i mean uh with the update that we just mentioned seems like they are working to improve it but the way then um especially like if you're trying to use the free tier is an issue uh for gfn um but yeah and like you were saying right this game list doesn't look like if you're talking about geforce now or geforce uh in general right you're expecting like AAA powerhouse games that push the envelope, right? And seeing these games is like untied the goose game on a 3080, right? What? But yeah, okay, hear you in that. Thank you for your input for sure. How about you, Holtz? What's your take on the GFN news for this week?
5: Well, I wasn't expecting much due, due to the holidays because I know everything's sort of been announced. And usually I come into this each week and go out, not my games. And this week I'm going to say exactly the same not my games. Um, I got my 3080 activated this week. They actually nice. give it on time on the day they said. They took the money out when they said, and they gave me crisis promotion. So I got Ooh. that free, as they promised. So I dived into um, Force now, and I, I went back on the games that I, I knew I was buying for the subscription. So Greedfall and Death Stranding and, and stuff like that. So I've been enjoying the service from my titles, and I've been staying away from all the games I would actually say was Digital Clutter. But when I actually seen the VGA Awards, and i seen Final Fantasy Seven. Um, remake, I just thought, please, GeForce (laughs) Now, if you ever want any kind of redemption, just bring this to me. Please. I'm a selfish gamer. I'm a selfish gamer. I just need this experience, and I will be banging the drums up to the heavens going, GeForce Now is the best service. Maybe for a week or two. And if they actually do get that service, it gives me a game, it actually gives me hope that they might actually bring another game that I want in the start of the year, which is Monster Hunter Rise. So the more the more they start building momentum up, the more them start gonna get hyped by trusting what they could bring in the next six months. If they drop the ball, I'm gonna be going to be coming in here the next six months going oh, oh, yeah. until actually a game actually sticks with me. I mean, I've had a flawless experience with the 3080. It, it it runs great. The games uh you know, that I've got runs amazing. And I wish we all just can support this, but like I said, I can only really support a platform that's got the games that I play.
0: Yeah. Hold when I saw this game at this at the VGAs, this first thing that came to my mind it was like, GFN, you need to get this. I mean this will redeem everything, holds has said about you just yeah and and they they, they, they
5: can even put it on twitter they can put like hugs and kisses halts this one's for you (laughs) and you know then and we'll be be fine we'll be best bros (laughs) you know i mean and i'll be going in 2022 just speaking high praise yeah (laughs) come on it's it's the christmas season and you're working with epic just get it i'm sure everyone will be doing backflips
0: he has the hat on for you guys in this show, to yeah, GFN. Just, let's let's make it happen. Yeah, let's
5: all guy. be let all be helping each other. Come on, <laughs> come on, two <team laughs> force. I, I, I can feel it. I can feel yeah.
0: it. <laughs> great to have you taking that holds. How about you, Gamer? What's your take on the GFN news for this week?
3: Um, regarding the games, I would have to say it's it's extremely weak for me personally. I I, okay. I won't touch any of this. Um, Monopoly. I don't care where it is. If it's digital, I'm not touching it. That game is so you know just, man. When, when I when I when I roll the dice, right? I, I gotta feel that man. That's 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 an experience. I can't click a button and trust I'm gonna hit the number that. I, you know I, I just can't do it. That isn't that isn't me. I'm no so extre- extremely weak. Extremely weak. But, um, in terms of the user experience, that's where, and I really try to focus on the user experience. Mm -hmm. GFN has the worst that you just cannot beat. There, there's no way around that. I understand their market is PC and PC gamers are more accustomed to do this and then do that to make this happen. But general gamers, man, come on. I just want to click. I want to play and I'm done. I want to put it down when I'm done and walk away. So the, um, the news with uh, Ubisoft is great. I mean, that's that's awesome, and I'm sure this was on their roadmap a long time ago. They're just iterating, to, iterating towards it, towards the complete vision. Um, and I, I can also see that this see this vision unfold into something more like, well, now we have a pass through payment service where you can actually buy the games here in some sort of GeForce um, storefront, and wherever the game is is uh, hosted. The Steam or or um, or um, what's the other, um, Epic. Epic, right? Oh. Though there'll be there'll be some sort of pass through service where you buy the game here, but then you know it connects to Epic and do all of that for you um, without this login issue. Um, so yeah, but I'm sure it's on the roadmap, and it's going to take time to get there. But yeah. you know, you no one really drops a platform or a service feature complete. They they iterate there over time, so we'll continue to see the updates and the, the services get better, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, once they do that, I'll GFN will have my full buy-in in terms of a great, great cloud platform service for everyone. But today, it's just, it's just good for a certain group of people.
0: Okay. So, you're echoing what Regina was saying about um, the convenience and
3: user experience yeah Yeah. absolutely that matters that matters even 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 on the same level or even more so than the power behind the service the user experience matters way more than that okay
0: fair enough fair enough yeah i mean the panel members did we get everyone duncan i see you go ahead man
4: You're, you just left me the last because you think I'm going to put something positive here, and yes, I am going to put something positive here. Are you okay? Uh, yes. From uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, at the Thunderfall event, uh, a couple of games stuck out for me, and White Shadows absolutely did. It is like a limbo, sort of like like inside, and you go. Up what about the power? What about the power? This game is only available on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. It looks uh, absolutely class game and something definitely right up my alley. Uh, it's It just looks a little fun. So, just something right for me. Again, this week on GFN, I said this weeks and weeks ago. Uh, I didn't think we we're going to get much out from GFN until next year, just because of the thirty eighty and high. It's probably taking resources away, and they're concentrating on that. So this does not really shock me. With, with the games this week, just remember you're getting uh, two game, two free games this week. You've got Prison Architect, that has got uh, thousands of people playing that every single day on Steam. It is a pretty decent uh, game. I I enjoy it as for it, epic. We also got Anno 1440 on Ubisoft Connect, and I'm telling you now, we're probably getting, we're probably got another free game in this, uh, with entitled game with the epic free games uh, looking like that's going to be happening I, I think that's I think that's going to be nailed on uh, to become a, an epic free game over the next couple of weeks uh, during that, again I don't think it's an oh my god this is an absolutely amazing week, I think this is one of these GFM weeks which is, is, a, is a bit weaker you're getting me saying a, a bit weaker but they are still being consistent they are Why don't
0: still... you just say week week then?
4: I don't, I, again, I don't think it's a really weak week. They've got a game there I want to play in White Shadows. White Shadows looks an absolutely class game to play. Uh, uh, Regina, cover your ears here. I'm just about to say something you don't want to hear. Uh, uh, I think it's overpriced. But I'm going to wait for that on sale because for a 2 to 3 R game I just feel that's a bit much especially in these times where we're, we're living in. If it was a bit cheaper, if it was a, the sub £10 pound mark I would be all over that. I know we're only talking fiver uh, but it's you know what it is it's a psychological sort of thing it's uh, getting into that so Again, I think it's a weaker GFM week, but if you were to get these games on another cloud platform, you would be saying it was a de- decent sort of week. But it's a weaker week, but not completely an utterly the, oh my God, it's awful because there is a game I want to play there. And I just want to shout out this. If you want a load of games for GFN this week, go to Humble Choice. There is a ton of games there you, that you can pick up and play on the platform.
0: Fair enough. Thanks for your input. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of the stuff you guys said here, I'm going to echo, this wasn't the strongest week yet. But again, when it comes to features, uh, like uh, and Regina said, uh, making it easier for consumers, making it more convenient. I mean, it's the way to go. So shout outs to them. They know, um, you know, that's been requested by the community a lot so it's pretty cool to see them take that into account but i have a feeling guys i have a feeling that we're not done with gfn this year i know people like holidays coming christmas coming new year's but they're going to go out with a bang watch watch we're going to come here next week we're going to be talking about the release of final Fantasy 7 remake shimmy 3 watch they they're not gonna they're not gonna just go out without releasing something epic so mark my words man we'll come back here you know, we'll be talking about something epic
4: next- well, good, good pun. i think it's gonna come from epic if it's anything i be on the epic game store But I do have to say that that
5: Ubisoft connect feature actually saved me a lot of time now because my password is like 14 characters long and that (laughs) Ubisoft password, I always make a mistake. And once it clears the password box, I always start it again and I feel to myself, why don't you just get into the bloody service, will you? So I'm actually glad to see it now. It's actually going to be a lot more smoother for Ubisoft titles.
0: There you go. There you go. Again, it's huge. It's a lot. I mean that if you were to ask a GFN or, that because work, that, that I, I, I'm, not
5: really, I'm not really a keyboard mouse type of guy. I'm a, I'm a um, Joy-Con type of guy, a controller yeah. type of guy. So it takes me ages just to start scrolling the box down, the right. um, the right. virtual keyboard. So yeah. it's actually, to take that on the go and have have my Ubisoft games connected easier is actually a lifesaver for me.
0: Yeah, it's, it's big. It's big. And cool to see them roll that out um, by the end of the year. So... Good stuff. All right, we're going to move to Google Stadia. Uh, we're looking good in time, actually. So, good stuff, guys. Um, so, let's talk about Stadia. A lot was announced for this platform this week. Again, you can now play Stadia in your LG TV. And, again, this bring 4K HDR 60 FPS and immersive 5.1 surround sound, which is awesome. Pretty cool. Hey, we should... I mean that alone should be talked about a lot, but good stuff for them. Again, Bungie celebrated their 30th anniversary, uh, which if you into Destiny, shout outs to you guys. You can pick up a awesome Galahorn, uh exotic rocket launcher. The galley's back, man. I used to <laughs> Destiny One; those my favorite weapons. So pretty much a cheat code, but it's good to see galley back for Destiny. Jackbox party pack seven released if that's something you guys were interested in uh i played eight for thanksgiving the family that was really good uh so again pretty cool to see them bring in more um the family loved it so i'll probably pick that up we have some release date right uh animal real is a game that a lot of people have been waiting for that's going to be coming uh december 14th uh a game released, Chicken Police, which looks creepy as hell, I'll be honest with you, but looks fun too. I've been watching some people stream that game, and my goodness, it looks it, it looks good, but weird, right? And let's keep going here, Monopoly Madness uh released uh, assassin's creed remastered is coming uh on the 14th again a lot of stuff here 925 released on december 8th as well a lot of stuff wow um just an update coming to spirit fair jack and darren december 13th if you guys play that Craters getting an update blazing monster machine released and as you guys know, Chorus released in Stadia, which is an awesome game if you guys haven't played it yet. And until The End is coming for pro members December 10th, which is available now, right? And Dead by Daylight is getting an update. So my goodness, talk about a blog post from Google Stadia. I would have to say that's probably one of the better ones this year. I mean, a lot of media content. There, but let's check in with the panel and see what you guys have to say about uh google stadium the blog post we'll start with Holtz.
5: so i've not really been playing much stadia this week because i've just been distracted by something else which we we'll go later on, and on but i did actually try stadia as a native app on the lg tv launch oh. and i actually it up and it runs butterly smooth absolutely nice. amazing the best performance across all the devices that I've played. So I went back and I played like Mortal Kombat, Grids, I tried Final Fantasy. I just tried different genres just to see if I can actually see if anything lags. And it just absolutely ran amazing. And of course, I couldn't just play it at 1080. I know it's got upscale, so I actually bought played um, Stadia Pro again just to have the 4K fidelity. And do you know what? I'm really glad that I don't have any extra hardware to actually run Stadia now. And I've got the option to use the stadia, stadia controller, the Xbox controller. I've got the, the accessibility to use whatever controller I want. So it was it was good all around. Um so I've not been playing games myself, but I dropped into a few people's streams, so Clive, Illidan's stream, and I watched that um that chicken game, and it just it just reminded me of so much fun, like like something like Sin City meets um the Wolfamongers and stuff like that. And I was just yeah. laughing at all the the, the animal jokes. And I thought to myself, I need to literally dive in and play this game myself. Yeah. So I might actually swing around when I've got time to play it to actually try that game. So i yeah. welcome to see this kind of humorous game on the platform.
0: All right. Like I said, the game looks weird but good. Um but yeah, I'm I'm glad you you thought of it as as something you might want to try too. But Kostav, cool good to have you take on here, Holtz. How about you, GTP? What's your take on the Stadia news for this week?
2: Yeah, I actually think their last blog and this one for the end of the year have been pretty good, right? They've they've had a lot of different titles yeah. added. We had a ton of pro last time. So um, whatever they're doing to change these around, I don't know if they'll stay like this. I feel like this is the end of the year. Stadia just drop everything that we that we can. Um, as we go into the holiday but there's there's nothing wrong with that you know and i have to say as far as the list of games um just chorus man chorus is a gorgeous game and it runs really well on stadia at 60 fps so uh if i'm picking one game on this list to sell somebody to grab that's that's the one
0: yeah it runs really smooth and yeah it looks good too Um, I am
2: curious about one thing, because Holtz has used Stadia on the LG TV, and I have not, but I hear a lot of people talking about the performance is really good, but they're not liking the disconnect of there not being the store there. So I guess you still have to go and do your purchases elsewhere, add them to your library, then go on, and that's not cool
3: is so, the only, like i do yeah. want to see
2: them update that soon but of course it just dropped right so they'll yeah. probably add that eventually but i kind of found that a little disappointing that that that's people love the performance but i heard a lot of complaints about that
0: can i ask uh because i know that was my experience uh playing stadia with the chromecast ccu yeah. right you need to yeah. use your phone i thought they they haven't updated it yet huh so you still need to use your phone to purchase games. Yeah, they well, should just add a store. I to me, I,
5: I've been saying this for like over the years. Um, I don't actually buy my games from the store from through hardware like the PlayStation 5, Series X. Because I'm always on the go, work. I always pull out my mobile, open the app go to the store from Viva that way, put my phone print, boop, My payment goes through and I just find that a more of a convenient way. So with Stadia doing that, I just open the app, buy my game and then when I get home, I ask the assistants or I just turn my TV and I use the assistants on the remote and go, open Google, Multicom at 11 and it just runs instantly. So by the time I actually lean over and get my controller, I feel it's more convenient than boop, turn the console on, dragging all the cases to the storefront, on the storefront, click buy, enter my details or click and accept doing a verification process i just find it's more convenient for the likes of me just to do it for the mobile
4: Yeah, that's not bad
2: but for a lot of newer gamers too that's going to be a little bit of an issue like they get they get their new tv they don't even know what stadia is necessarily they fire it up and they're like how do i buy a game and then they got to go uh, you know figure that out so you know it's got its goods and bads but i don't like casting either so you know i know holtz loves to cast (laughs)
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that i love that cast it just it's it's the future i don't need to be um dragged back to like simple methods um, no. methods like i just like and i would love to sit there and say to my assistants blah 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 um buy this game on stadia and it goes do you want to buy this game Assassin's creed for 15 pounds and i go yes enter verification codes i just think it'd be more simple if i can just speak to my assistants to buy
0: you'll, you'll actually enter your credit card info there. no because it's already
5: it's already stored on uh, the google side it? so that it'll just ask me for a verification pin so i go oh, blah, okay blah. Uh,
0: yeah i mean that then of that's course I'll stuff get, that can come right then
5: of course i'll have notifications okay. on my email that if someone tried to purchase something that i didn't all i have to click is not me and it just refunds me
0: true that's a feature that can come, but yeah, I agree. Uh, that should be a thing. Hopefully, it's something that it's worked into. It, it seems like it's from just the Google TV side or the TV side of things because I know for uh, if you're playing on mobile, you can. If you're playing on with your desktop browser, you can. So it just seems like uh, the TVs again, the only place where you cannot purchase games. They, they don't have a store want to go that far uh but let's check in with gamer tv man what's your take here
3: uh yeah like gtp said um the only game that i'm touching here is probably cores um but i did try nine to five right just just because i I tried it on steam a little while ago and uh yeah it's 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 a buggy mess but uh like i said my entire theme throughout this entire podcast has been Give these guys time to iterate on things. Let them take it from point A to point B to point C. It's just that you know, as gamers, we're we're into that instant gratification thing. So it's like when you release it, we're like, oh my god, th- this better be feature complete, right? It, it better have this. It better have that. But you know, when guys are the product owners and the designers and engineers are actually, you know, vision, you know, ideating on something, they they're taking their time to say, hey, what's the What's the MVP that we can release to everyone with a base concept, base idea? Collect data on how people use this stuff, and then we'll make the best decisions for later, right? Or maybe we'll pivot left or right, or whatever it might be. Although there are core components that you know an MVP product should have when released, but uh, end of the day, we got to give them time to you know fix things and uh, fulfill that original vision. Um, but yeah, so course is the only only game that. I'll probably touch um, on this list consistently.
5: But cool. as I, I mean, here's me as a type of gamer. Once I actually played Stadia on the native app up to 4K 60, I was like, damn, total respect to Stadia delivering this experience because the competitors are only doing 10. 1080 60 in beta apps so that, that made me think wow maybe i should start focusing myself back with the stadia library then instead said i could actually expand in somewhere else until these services sort of catch up with their promise because both geforce now and stadia did promise roughly the same time this year and they released at the same time and it looks like that stadia put the extra bit of love with their lg partnership than anyone
3: else so they get you no know, total kudos to me
0: yeah to me. That's a good I think point. it was easier
3: for them too, though. Like, I think it was a lot easier for Stadia to roll that out because of their experience uh, in general. Yeah, with the, it, with it, the
5: it, was, it, it was more Android based. I would have said yeah. that because it was more web OS, It was all hands down who could actually That's... work with the partnership first.
3: Google man, it's Google uh, as a brand. I mean, they they have that stuff on lock. Um, but here here's my problem though with Stadia, all, all the good stuff that I just set aside. My my problem here is, I believe. I believe it is. It isn't as prioritized, right, as it was back in the day. I think yeah. Google's really just trying to find product market fit for Stadia, um, simply because Stadia is in a very unique position today. Um, it's a lot tougher for them because they're going after the console crowd or the or the um, the the gamers that probably stopped gaming for a while and, and now they're back or whatever it might be. Whereas GFN, they, they have product market fit. They know where they're going they're They're looking at the PC crowd and, and Luna, they know where they're going, right? They're, they're gonna attack their prime members um, or market to their prime members. Stadia, is, it's a little tougher for them to find product market fit. So um, it's gonna take them time and, and I can understand why they're slowing down and um, really trying to refocus or repivot how they approach the market. Um, at least that's what I think they're doing. Now, if something else is happening, we don't know and we can't really assume. But I believe they're just slowing down to refocus and try to find a good product market fit, some way to get back in this thing.
0: You know, Game, I'm I'm glad that you said that uh, because the segment I was actually thinking about possibly putting the show notes is this, because after the VGA Awards, right, you guys saw (laughs) there's another Google service that was pushed there a lot, which is Google Play Games, right? Um, And so it's like, huh, interesting. So I actually opened up Google Play Games to test it out because something connected with me when I saw that. I opened it up, went on the Android app. It has 1 billion downloads, right? And then, uh, again, they're pushing it there. And so I just went on it to see, like, can Google Stadia actually be incorporated into this, right? And then they have sections to where you don't even have to download games anymore. You can literally click a game and stream it instantly from Google Play so my thing you're talking about like product placement right again all these guides have the target amazon has prime they can target to um you know uh, nvidia has a pc base and and sony microsoft they all have their own you know base i think google can tap into play right they they have one billion already downloads potentially uses probably probably even more than that if they somehow managed to like fit stadia in there um maybe rebranded market is some different i feel like they have something there so it's not like end all for this platform yet. i i feel like they just have to find where to take it and maybe that's what they're trying to do again we know someone new came into the cloud the shifting stuff around so i'm curious if this is the avenue that they might possibly take but what are your thoughts on
3: that good point i mean i think um that for me if i ran google that would be the obvious um audience that i try to tap into um you know it, I, i'm not sure <laughs> they just fumbled stadia in the beginning right they just flat out drop the ball you, you don't come swinging for established consoles you just don't do that you try to find your product market fit and 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 they misfired so I definitely believe you go where your current audiences are Mm -hmm. and find some way to integrate that Mm -hmm. um, and slowly collect data, collect data. It's all about data. I mean, Google, they're the kings of data or one of the kings of data. So I, I totally believe as you grab that information, they'll be able to make better decisions moving forward with the platform. So when I see them slow down to a crawl, yeah, we can be disappointed if they weren't here or weren't there or didn't do what we expected them to do but smart people that run products for large corporations, they're willing to throw something out there, collect the data, sit back, think about it, and make the best decision going forward. Is that happening with Stadia? I don't know, but yeah. that's what we can assume. as just, just the same as we can assume the bad, right? We, we have to take the other approach and say, perhaps they're just looking for a good product market fit to make better decisions later.
0: Possibly, yeah. Good point, good point. Let's not uh spend uh I, I, I love it. I wish we had like three hours, but gotta respect to our time here, we can be here for days. But uh Regina, what what are your thoughts on um just Google Stadia announcement this week?
1: Well, once again, I'm I'm happy to see the sort of their having adding these apps to the TVs and just trying to I don't know. Make it available once again. It's making it convenient for for players and Stadia is one of those platforms that's very easy to. I guess that's true for all cloud gaming. But I've sort of been tricked into the the Stadia, the Stadia hole. But it, it's very easy to sort of introduce someone who's not usually into gaming and doesn't have a rig and and having it on the TV. It's very convenient to be able to say like, hey, just like download this app and like here's the game. So, yeah. so that makes me very happy to see. Yeah, And sure. I'm, I'm also glad to see sort of, you know, once again, I think you were really onto something there talking about the, the market, I guess. And I guess this is true for all cloud platforms. So kind of trying to figure out where sort of the the, the blue water is, like how, what are the audience? Like who is, who, is, who is interested in cloud gaming? What demographics, what targets? And like, I'm really happy to see like a, a lot, Sort of kid-friendly game coming to start it in Stadia too, because I think that's also sort of a a potential market or a potential platform for that sort of games.
0: True, true. Good point. Thanks for thanks for that. Uh, anyone else that uh, in on for Stadia? Duncan, this is the third, third, third time I'm not called. There's probably something going on subconsciously, them though. But let's get you in here, man.
4: <laughs> I, 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 I think you just want to leave me to the end because you don't know what I'm going to say, basically. And, yeah, you're the there and a you go. No, after
0: after a long show that you did, I just want you to rest as much as possible. Yeah, so. yeah of course,
4: that's what that, that's what it is. You just want to keep the madman to the end to get your controversial comment. Uh, yeah,
0: good, good.
4: Okay, I'll start off with a controversial one. You, uh, what you said about the LG going to LG—that's a major, massive thing. We didn't make a big song and dance when it went to GFM a couple of weeks ago so uh, it's good that Stadia is actually caught up uh, with uh, GFM in regards to that to there. but overall I think this is actually uh, this is what we've been asking for or some of us have been asking for with Stadia, if you haven't got the news, you save it up and you give uh, the appearance that there's a lot more going on than there really is And uh, this is absolutely good to see and I think it's a again, it's a solid sort of blog post uh, for Stadia. We've got the dates of some of these games coming out. Uh, we're talking about course again, even though it came out last week. But I, I, I'm just happy to just just to see that there it just seems to be something going on there. So again, I think I think it's a solid enough uh, sort of uh, blog post. Um, Stadia is in ticking over mode, and let's just hope something comes out next year. With the Google uh, Play scenario, I think there's a lot of things that we say 100% make sense, but it's Google. You just don't know what is going to go on there with Google. And if everything's going to be talking to each other, and I think that is the biggest issue that Google, the company, has. And with Stadia being its own way, Sido, we just want to see it all come together. And we all want that to happen. Uh, Going into Google Play, people have talked about that before, it does just make sense. There you go. You can play Assassin's Creed 3 remastered. It's on the Google Play store instead of being on Stadia. People would go that, oh my goodness, I'm playing this and I'm playing this on my mobile phone. That That totally and utterly makes sense and I just hope that they actually come out and actually put that into creation but that's assuming they're going to be talking to each other and we know what that's been like up until this point.
0: Yeah. Fair enough, uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to see what continues to happen with this platform. And they they have so many, we talk about this a lot, so many different things they can do at Google. I mean, they have YouTube guys, Let, let's be real, right? It's another thing they can tap into with just the amount of users on, on the platform streamers, right? They can cater to that market as well. So they have, it, it's not, like they don't have a project market that they can target it's just which one and are they going to do it is the question right so it's going to be interesting to see how this continues to unfold um but yeah anyone else for google stadia if not we're gonna move to some shadow speculation all right we're going all right so Shadow's going to be hosting an event on Twitch December 16th at 7 p.m. UCT. Uh, So this is supposed to be the new Shadow, like, roadmap, which we talk about here, right? So um, they are going to talk about the releases for 2022 from what this is saying they're going to introduce eric which is the new ceo uh, for the first time public uh, public appearance so again that's supposed to be huge and then it states uh they're going to talk about some of these secret future pl- future plans um so just want to no, know. i'm just going to open this up i'm not going to call on each person so Feel free to just jump in. What's your take on this, number one? What do you think we'll see, number two? And how big of a move is this, number three? So uh, to get started, anyone just jump in and give us your take here.
2: So I'm really glad they're coming out with this whole little introduction and news and everything. Because so far, I mean, a lot of us were talking about Shadow being closed by now, but they haven't. And during their, like, last big Twitch show that they did, they had really kind of laid out what they were looking to do, the scaling back they were doing, and then, you know, rescaling up and coming out with the upgrades and stuff like that. Things that they said they were going to do back then, they've done. So I have a little bit of faith, surprisingly, in Shadow to continue steering the ship right, correcting it. And I hope so, because still, out of all the different cloud PC services I use, even though we've got that poor, poor aging hardware... It's still the most convenient. A big word of today on the podcast with cloud uh, is, you know, convenience and shadow is still the most convenient, most affordable way to go. So I'm really excited to see what they lay out for that. Um, I think the big thing is, besides all the introductions, upgrades, upgrades, upgrades. They've got to talk about the future of the hardware. They may not give us the exact launch or prices, although I think they'll get us close. I think that's going to be the main theme of where Shadow's going, where's the hardware going, and when might we see these kind of rollouts happen. Because they did say by the end of the year they would start announcing what kind of upgrade tiers there would be, and also what free upgrades, like what would Boost become. Because they did mention making Boost better, because it needs it needs to be where it's at. So um, I think that's what we'll see from them, mostly concentrate on hardware.
0: Cool, cool. Price-wise, it needs speculation as to what you think we'll see and what i think they'll i don't know
2: what they'll announce but i think ultimately they'll slightly upgrade the boost here just to make at least the cpu side and who knows what else they'll do a little better i don't know if it's going to be hand-me-down stuff from other things or new stuff so but i don't think the price will change i think they'll try to keep that 30 i think it's 30 plus storage um for that and then new tiers i think that's going to be the big one they're going to have to have a tiered service and that can go anywhere from like what up to forty or fifty for the next year, even sixty, and then up to eighty or hundred a month Jeez. for whatever the next one could be. Cloud PCs are never going to be as affordable yeah. as cloud gaming. Yeah. It, it, you know, the, the the beast is so different. You're yeah. always going to pay a much higher price for a full blown Windows cloud PC versus just a cloud gaming service or platform. So sure. uh, even the thirty dollars that Shadow offers now is very low in the yeah. space of of cloud gaming costs. So, yeah. but yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, people complain about GFUS now, 3080 <laughs> being expensive. Uh, dude, that's cheap. As can-
2: that's, like, the most affordable you'll ever get your hands um, on, the 3080 for, man, like, crazy. the next four years. So, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: cool. Thanks for that, gT Anyone else want to uh, put you take on Shadow? Well,
5: for me, I'm actually running away from Shadow. They drop that. It's not their fault they've got business models and you have to make a revenue and you have to make money. But if them tiers go up to $100, I am staying away, no matter <laughs> what they offer. I, I, I loved my Shadow, and I wanted infinite tier um, last year, and I thought yeah. that was a great price. And, of course, it wasn't a, um, affordable for them. So I want them to see how they can get together, use their brains, and sort of still make a profit but still be consumer-friendly to yeah. get me back into the service. Because yeah. I really want I really want to invest into Shadow's new uh, move, go forward, but not add a huge cast injection, especially when I've got upgraded to X-Blades, I've got Luna doing a pushing resolution maybe in the future, and I've got the 3080 on GeForce now and stayed up to 4K60. Because to me, Shadow, I know it offers more power to be a, a, a PC in the cloud, but to me, I only still see it as a, a cloud PC that I can have multiple clients on, and just have a great experience with my games, so I'm still seen as a game service.
0: True, true. And I think it was Monkey that was saying last podcast that he's actually going to cancel his Shadows subscription because of the 3080 TNG event. So I think, I think you're, yeah. I um, get. They, I'm going to go ahead. Okay. And monkeys
5: like me, we would we always talking about the games, like the games that we couldn't get on other services. And it's like, oh well, let's go to Shadow because that's the only place to play. Yeah. But we we don't want to play at pay at a premium cost. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. They they, they got to figure the pricing right. I get what you're saying, GTP. Like virtual pieces, I mean, you look at what Microsoft is offering uh, for the you know Office 365. It's ridiculous, right? So you know the price is going to be high. But man, are people. I mean, when Ultra and Infinite existed, people thought those tiers were expensive and you know to have Boost start at thirty it's just like holy smokes, are people gonna be willing to pay, you know, sixty for infinite, you know, eighty nine ninety nine, ninety to a hundred for um I mean fifty for ultra almost a hundred for infinite. It's going to be crazy.
2: Yeah, it really really depends on the hardware. The only thing I like that Shadow has mentioned is like trying to offset that cost by leasing these same rigs at a much higher rate to corporations and to the business side of the model. And then, you know, of course, having the consumer side, that that could help keep the prices down if they're able to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Exciting stuff though, for sure. Again, people were asking about what's happening with this platform. So it's good to see at least we have a date of some news coming um anyone else for shadow pc all right so let's move on to xbox cloud gaming which is the last platform we're gonna cover and then we're gonna uh we have some questions for regina so we're gonna ask some of those questions but yeah let's talk about this i would say the biggest news for this platform is halo infinite campaign coming I just want to open that up to the panel. Have you guys tested that in cloud? And if so, how was your performance? Um, Xbox cloud gaming, I would say the biggest thing that needs to work on is just being consistent. We've talked about that. And I'll be the first to say, the first First of all, when Halo launched, you couldn't get into that for quite some time, the campaign. But second of all, after I played it for the first time, it was a terrible experience, but it makes sense the service probably you know overloaded with that game being as popular as it as it is but then later on that day i played it worked well the next day i went on issues again so again consistency for me is just not happening with xbox cloud gaming um just want to check in with you guys see how you experience been with halo infinite so What's we'll that with you hold? What's your take on Halo Infinite campaign?
5: Well, you know, Halo Infinite campaign coming to, you know, consoles and taking the hybrid push going to cloud was a must for me because this is the type of game where I would like to show my friends, look at this look, Halo's on the cloud, finally. This is amazing. This is this is the new Halo and this is the way we can game. And when I tried to get in it, i couldn't at first because i knew everyone was trying to get on it so i was like okay maybe the servers are getting overloaded so then i was like okay well i've got it downloaded on my series x so i'll jump in for now and then my bandwidth for like half an hour was throttled there and it was just going a few kilobits per second and i was like oh no but i was still excited that a lot of people was actually trying to play this game so it really hyped me up and then when i actually got in it i thought wow this is a good game. I, I yeah. really enjoyed it. I put like five hours in and you know I was just getting blown away. I had to take my I had to step back for a little bit of breather because it was like yeah. a, some at parts, it was like two action packs. So I took my headphones off. But that's what I want from Halo. That's the yeah. experience that I want from this yeah. game. And this is something that I would like to bring a phone or an iPad or a certain device, or I would go to all my friend's web browser without carrying any additional hardware and just say, Look at this.
0: Yeah. It is Halo Infinite.
5: And um, yeah, they hit it up they hit it well for me.
0: Good. So. I'm I'm glad you said that because the game itself, just want to point that out, the single play campaign is absolutely incredible. It's I I love it. The guns feel good, the movement feels great. And when it works, man, is so brilliant. So, so shout out to you for that.
5: Because Forza Horizon 5 done so well, like a hundred, uh, 10 million-plus people accessed it for like, Game Pass and stuff like that, I knew yeah. that this game was going to be bombarded by the same amount of players because yeah, it's tailor or more. So that's where my expectation was saying, okay, I'll give it a little pass for a bit, but yeah. I can't be playing this game, you know, taking hits all month round. The Microsoft has to sort of fine-tune it, and then we can all have a great experience on Halo.
4: True. Because Halo,
5: because XCloud for me, the last year or so has really ran well. But maybe because I'm playing a certain selected games, this is like the first like triple A, big, huge, high game they've really brought that's blown people's minds. So right. I don't want to go forward seeing other triple A titles coming, and they've all been limited.
3: True.
0: Good point, Holtz. How about you, GTP? What's your take on Halo in the clouds campaign?
2: Well, I'll tell you, I'm glad that they delayed the additional year for this game because I think that the reception would be so different from what it is now. Um, Everybody's really praising, well, not Duncan, but everybody out there is praising (laughs) Halo Infinite. And if it would have come out a year ago, it wouldn't have been on X Cloud because we were still on those old, old servers at 30 FPS. And even if it would have been there, it would have been abysmal. Trust me, like that, it would have been bad. That's true. Um, Yeah. So. It's so cool that it got delayed and didn't only just make the game better, but was able to bring it to cloud on the Series X blades and really make a difference. Now, for me, I didn't have any of those connection issues or couldn't get into the game or, or had performance problems. I'm very fortunate right here where I'm at. I don't know why. Um, most of my cloud performance here is so good. And I'm like, we're talking about selling this house in a year and I don't know. Uh, cloud game i don't know because i know i could go a block away yeah. and it doesn't work as good and that's just yeah. the truth so i'm yeah. like should i move or not because all these well, cloud gaming services work so consistent
5: well we made the joke with jerry in the discord and he was trying to say all year round it, he was on hit and miss with XCloud. where me i was like it's flawless and i said to him you right. better not get halo infinite and it runs flawless yeah. for you because i won't right. be happy and, he, and he's it like is. Oh, it, it, it.
2: and i was like it you, is for me yep come yep. to your and neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I probably will never move, but it's, it's been, it's been you, really you should- good now. I,
0: you should build like a little shed for holds. Uh, he'll come. I will. Yeah, you know, he
2: can come here anytime. We'll, we'll, I got sheds. We can put him in the living room wherever he wants to go. I know we're ordering Pizza Hut because every time I talk to him, he's freaking eating Pizza Hut. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah. uh, I, the only thing I want from X Cloud besides increased resolutions to 1440 and 4K down the road um, is uh, a cleaner 1080. I've always said uh, for me, it's got consistent. The latency has stayed good. I'm really happy with where it's at. Um, except it's still a little bit. Bit more pixelated and blocky than I want. I want a cleaner 1080 because everybody else, for the most part, is offering a pretty clean 1080. Luna and and um, GFN and M are just spot on, super clean. But uh, latency and everything's been great. I'm really glad this is on the cloud um, because I I would not be able to game as much as I am. Uh, you know, if I was just gaming on my Series X or my PC, I would be maybe two hours into the campaign instead of five or six. And so cloud gaming, while not my main way to game. Has become a huge part of my life over the past year, especially with companies like Xbox jumping on board, GFN increasing air quality and and that type of thing. So, uh, yeah, it's just allowed me to experience it a lot more and it's running great on xCloud for me. I will say, back in the day, they were saying we would get that portable Xbox 360, and we never got it, right? There was this rumor we would get yeah, it, and I was yeah, always yeah. so bummed because I was like, I want to take my Xbox games with me, I could game so much more. Yeah. And uh, I've lived long enough to uh, to get that far and, and <laughs> can finally do
0: that. So technology is a fantastic thing. That's awesome. Good to hear your take. How about you, Duncan? I called on you this time. What's your take on uh, Halo <laughs> and the Cloud?
4: I think you must be feeling sick if you remember to recall on <laughs> me. So, uh, hello, being on uh, uh, XCloud, absolutely amazing. Uh, we got on nice and early so we did. We actually got it on as soon as it launched we didn't have any problems grinding onto it so that was pretty cool uh not a game for me i'm definitely going to give it a little bit longer i'm just not liking the guns in it uh, i don't like changing the gun i just want to run about with the, the one gun the whole way through it uh, some of them other guns are just the biggest load of nonsense and it's just like a pain in the backside they actually go around killing the, the stuff uh, but I, I, I'm actually glad that it, it's there because I know it has an absolutely massive audience. I think it, I can tell it's well made, it's a good game, but for me, it's not at the, the, the next stage up for me. It's not at a PlayStation uh, sort of level of a game. That's no disrespect or anything like that. It, for me, I was just looking a bit more from it, but great that so many people are enjoying it. So uh, I'm, going, I'm going to shock people here. If people know Kelly, Kelly absolutely loves Halo. Uh,
0: wow! She, that is shocking.
4: Uh, and she doesn't like it. She, has, oh, from what oh. she started playing, she has not liked it. So, uh, and that did is she say shocked. why? She just doesn't. She she's not clicking with it at the moment. So, hey. um, she, I think she's going to give it a bit more. Uh, like me, she's going to give it a bit more, but it's not clicking with her. Well, it's your I mean, fault, Duncan.
5: I can totally relate to Duncan because to me, Master Chief with that Pulse Carbine has always been the go-to. It's the epic thing to do. And when I played the game and ran out of ammo, I was like, no, I'm never throwing this weapon away. So I was just running around, a million people dying and I was like, okay, I have to move on and try other weapons which is not really... I don't really try the plasma weapons or the alien weapons, but in this game, it's, it's forced me to because the habitat and the gameplay and the mechanics, it's it forced me to use weapons that I wouldn't use. So yeah. I'm really enjoying it that it's actually keeping me on my toes than actually going, oh, look, here's some random ammo that's compatible with this rifle that's not been here in a 1,000 years. So it's like, to me, it's, it's great that you've got this. But, sure. but,
4: but, sure. but this is Go a great ahead. thing about gaming. Uh, everybody has their different opinions, and there's always going to be games for other people out there. Uh, and that's what makes this sort of thing really entertaining to talk about because everybody's opinion is different.
5: Um what you say. I- the, the humor Ooh. of them characters, see, hearing them grunts and brutes and the banished all talk and laugh just has me in aesthetics. It just makes me want to see what they say next when they encourage you. because some of them act cocky and then when you when you chase after them, they're like, oh my god, he's gonna kill us. <laughs> some of them are 40 acts. I'm sure when I started the game, it was like, some of them sounded like Pinocchio out of a um, Shrek movie. And I was like, huh, is that just my imagination or are these starting to get more weird, these aliens? But I, I totally love the banter and I, I welcome the design. That's funny.
0: All right, let's check in with uh, Gamer real quick. Uh, what's your take on Halo in the Cloud, man?
3: I think it's great. Uh, I spent most of my time there. my uh, uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming, runs impeccably well for me. So, um, you know, my, my experiences with it is it's been fantastic.
0: That's awesome, awesome. Good to hear. And Regina, thoughts about Xbox uh, Halo playing Xbox in the Cloud?
1: i'm gonna come clean and say i haven't played any halo games since someone put a control in my hand in this i think the second installment and humiliated me in a death match so
0: okay don't
1: have super much to here
0: okay so uh, would you say you're a fan or you're not a fan of the franchise so
1: so this is gonna come off really nerdy but i think uh what halo did like the first installment for first person shooter with sort of the rechargeable shield was a uh, very interesting addition to the sort of the, the gaming design landscape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I have not sort of a super personal relationship to the Halo series as a whole. Okay.
0: okay, Fair enough. Yeah. Very innovative for sure. You saw a lot of other games try to mimic or copy it. I would even go as far as to say Sony tried to create their own Halo with uh, Killzone. And we all know how that played out, right? But um, yeah. So. Go but ahead. What
5: are you say what, what I like about this, when someone just mentioned the shields, I love actually in this Halo game now that you've got something called Spartan cores, so you can actually sort of upgrade your master chief to your certain certain playstyle. Yeah. So you can have like different shields, different um, grapples, and that, that's as far as got at the moment. But I know that we can sort of customise it, so I, I'm sort of welcome that approach.
0: Awesome! Awesome. Let's get into the last segment of this podcast. And Regina, the floor is yours. We're going to ask you some questions about just you and how you got into gaming and also just how it was uh, bringing this game to Google Stadia. Um, So just tell the people, how did you get into gaming?
1: Oh, I, I, I guess I kind of grew up with gaming. Like my cousin played a lot of games around me and it sort of just was Around me, like I remember, I think Game Boy was my first sort of console I played on, and and then like Christmas I got a PlayStation One, and you know started playing Spyro and like Kingsley's Adventure and like all of these games. It sort of just it really got me hooked into to games in general, and and then sort of at some point I transitioned into PC, and like I had a lot of friends playing like Warcraft Three, and. I kind of picked up the game and like real time strategy was not my forte, but like the world editor when I sort of found my way in in there and started making custom games that sort of, I I guess that was the start of my game designing career was, I didn't know it at the point. I just had so much fun making all of these crazy, crazy levels. And I don't know, after that sort of everything played a lot of different games after that.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Do you have a favorite gaming franchise? Our favorite console mm. too.
1: Oh, that's a tricky one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I really like RPGs, but I,
0: I... <laughs> look I, at this guy.
5: I <laughs> <laughs> was like RPG, ah, can... yeah, Fallout, <laughs> yes, yes, RPG. That's it.
1: I mean, Bioware in general. I, I love their game, and I yeah. the Telltale games, like the, the way they sort of start to focus on the the narrative and the like. Leaning heavily into sort of cinematography and making really story-heavy stuff. And that's something I really, really like.
0: Cool, awesome, awesome. Uh, so, tell us more about Wavetail. How how did that game come about? Um, like, how long was the idea in in the making, and, and how long did the game take to create? I know it's a lot of questions, but let me know if you want me to repeat.
1: No, no, no. So, so I think. Like, um, I think um, Wavetail was originally the brainchild of our creative director, Andreas Beyer. And it started out, like I think, a year before I joined the team with like a small scope exploration, just figuring out the, what it could be and like this idea of a, a girl running on the water. I, I think the production itself was about two years-ish for the team. And, uh, like, once again, making a team, like, making a game is a team effort. So, like, you get sort of tons of different influences from from a lot of different sources uh, when creating them. And, and to me, it's always been sort of this, I don't know, child dream almost, just looking at the ocean and being able to sort of just walk out of it, just keep going. And I don't know, it's something very childhood over it. And, like, we've taken a lot of inspiration from, like, the the Gothenburg Harbor city, sort of the coastline. So hmm. I guess it's a very personal project to a lot of the developers on the team.
0: That's awesome. The great, uh, the, the game came out great, I would say. We covered it in the channel, uh, doing some gameplay footage of it. And everything, like, we all agreed here that it just ran so smooth. It looked good story-wise, too. It was pretty, pretty impressive. But just want to know, um, like, how did it come... To Google Stadia why did you guys choose that platform over the others can you talk about that I think I'm
1: I mean I I think Stadia was just a good fit for the game and I think like Stadia felt the same like we I guess Google were looking for their market and and we had like this this vision for this game and I think they I I don't know I guess we both sort of aligned on the, the vision or the thought for it
0: that's cool, that's cool, and just want to know uh what what's your take about just cloud gaming as a whole what what are some of the challenges that you guys had designing this game for like a cloud game platform
1: I mean uh I guess every time a new platform drops, me as a designer always get very excited because every platform comes with its own kinks and its own sort of how do you deal with this and and for me in like designing the movement for wavetail is like the first thing you have to look at okay so we have this delay sort of inherently built into the yeah the system and how how do how do we deal with this and how do we solve it and and those sort of things and so i mean in general there's a like always a lot of interesting stuff to to look at um i would say like oh sorry
0: no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, is it, was there like any complications designing this game for the cloud?
1: I mean, as you might have noticed, uh, Wave is a very movement sort of mm-hmm. focus game, and throughout the process, we always had to sort of rediscover, like, oh, are we making the platform too so narrow? Are we making it like it, it makes sense on a local computer, but playing it on the cloud? How does that work? So we kind of built in or tried to build in this sort of micro mm-hmm. Mechanics that sort of compensates for for input delay and making sure that it runs smoothly even when your connection isn't that top,
0: okay, yeah, that's a huge challenge, right? Designing for the cloud. Um, just I would panel members, uh, feel free to ask any questions,, uh, but the last one I'm gonna ask you so I can give others a chance to ask. Uh, where do you see the future? Um, designing a game for the cloud i'm sure it's a huge like accomplishment but where do you see the future of cloud gaming as a whole and where do you see the future of this this franchise wavetail going
1: oh i i guess i'll start in in one of the ends and that's yeah. the, the future of, of cloud gaming, cloud gaming I, yeah. I, to me there's just tons of potential with this because you're not bound to the local hardware so Right. Like I guess on some levels, the sky is the limit. What you can put in these games, like I think we're already seeing games expanding in sizes. Like you're almost shipping the the latest AAA on like a hard drive in terms of just size, and that's something that's just so convenient with uh, with like cloud gaming. There's no need to take consideration for like, oh, this game is ten thousand gigabyte large. We can just sort of make sure it fits. Um, I also think, like, in there's a few different ways to me that the cloud gaming can proceed. Like, I guess internet and, like, connection is always, like, being improved on, like, across the board, like, not only for the cl- cloud gaming, but, like, right. for streaming services in general. And uh, I guess, like, a lot of games are already playing so smoothly on the cloud that it's, like, I'm so impressed with the technology. Right. And, like, just proceeding onwards, I'm I'm going to just assume we're going to hit sort of smaller and smaller like differences in input lag across the board but i'm also really interested to see when people start developing games specifically for the cloud mm-hmm. like I, I think like a few like we see the games we see today are obviously a, a sort of a, a child of the the platform they're at like we didn't see like third person shooter at the the snes generation because that platform couldn't handle it so they made game that sort of are available for that platform. It's
0: true, yeah.
1: So what kind of games would we see that sort of designed with the cloud in mind? Yeah. Like maybe with in terms of scope, maybe in terms of connectivity, maybe in terms of just sheer size of the, the files or how the players interact with them.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's something a lot of us on this panel is excited about. And I think like cloud gaming... As a whole, I uh, want to push uh, that stadium at GDCs, like selling that dream, right? What it'll look like for games being designed in the cloud, right? Not being limited to uh, local, just the possibilities. And yeah, I agree. That's definitely something to be excited about the future of that. Uh, just want to know, do, uh, do you studio? Do you think you guys are going to head that route? Sorry, I know I said this is the last question. I just have so so much I want to ask. Do, do you guys feel like you're going to head that route to develop or create your next game or just games in general with a cloud-only focus?
1: So I, I don't think we have any other cloud-based titles announced at this yeah. point. Uh, but we have like the, the Steam World series, like the dig one and do a nice and quest there and yeah. i presume we're gonna see more of it going forward but like we're always i guess interested in looking where our players are and how the players
0: would interact with the game true true okay man i have like two more questions but i'm gonna shut my mouth anyone else from the panel you gotta share uh-huh i said you gotta share Oh, yeah. All
3: right. So I'm (laughs) going to
0: ask this one. I promise my last one. Right. So based on all the platform that we talked about today um, and, you know, I know you're getting used to cloud gaming as a whole, like which one do you think stands out to you? Which one um, are you just like really excited about uh, for the future of cloud gaming as a whole?
1: I'm. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I am very biased since I've been working so closely with Stadia yeah. for the the last two years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I. But I find like Stadia. Like I said, I guess on some level it's about convenience. And right yeah. now I find Stadia very convenient. True. Uh, just you know, I spend a lot of time in front of my computer all days, and sometimes I, I guess I almost get afraid of committing to sitting in the sofa. And that's the the nice thing with Stadia is that I just sort of. Start playing in a sofa. and like, nah, I don't want to sit in sofa. sofa. Go to yeah. the bedroom instead. And I can just sort of bring the game with me because I have another TV there. Yeah. Um, I guess this is a very first world problem, but uh, <laughs> I always placed my, always seems to place my consoles in the wrong room compared to where I want to. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's in the other room. And yeah. like, it was something I really liked with the Switch. And, yeah. You know, the, just the convenience of being yeah. able to like, no, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Let's move on. True, and true. And I feel like Switch is obviously better for, like, on the go. But yeah. being confined to my house, as many others, for the last pandemic, yeah. I, I I find, like, Stadia super convenient. I've yeah. Having it on the phone. Now yeah. it's on the TV. Now it's yeah. on the computer screen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Convenience when it comes to cloud, like you're saying, and a lot of the people that go here, It's a huge uh, selling factor. And just like you, uh, before this, you know, I used to cover the Nintendo Switch. And the Switch, I would say, is what really got me excited for cloud gaming. Just being able to play, you know, I work, I have a business, I'm always out and about. And it's, it's hard for me to sit down and game, right? So just being able to play games wherever I go, I travel to. Was a huge selling point for Google Stadia and just cloud gaming as so a whole for me. So it's pretty cool to see that um, for you as well.
1: Yeah, because I, I, you know, I work a lot and like these huge AAA tittle, titles. like it's very. It's hard to convince yourself, like, oh, you're gonna play this game and you have yeah. 60 hours to invest <laughs> into it, even though True. I'd love to do it. And for me, sort of being able to just start it up in my bed and you not be like it's. Kind of eases that sort of yeah. initial gap for me. Yeah.
0: True, true. Awesome. Again, don't want to take all the time here. Anyone else have any questions uh, to ask Regina?
2: I just have a simple one um, about Wavetail on Stadia. And it was really cool to hear you talk about the development of that game being so specific to cloud and to the different devices and how you really had to take into account all those things because it really shows uh, in a game like that that it was really built for the platform and I hope we see more of that. One of the things I was so curious about because I did just start playing the game last night and I'm only about an hour or so of time into it and off the bat like the first 20 minutes the, the traversing the world and the movement and I heard you say you were part of the design of the movement for the game. It's my favorite part of the game so yeah, far. It's so my th- yeah, it's so. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm playing the game like I'm seeing all these other games and movies in this, like all this inspiration to me as I'm traveling around. I'm just wondering, were there any specific games or movies that kind of inspired you in how you created the movement for that game?
1: Oh wow! So so there's like I said, there's like a crockpot of inspiration <gasps> working is. with. Uh but like uh, like we had a lot of inspiration from Miyazaki movies, like Spirited Away and. And Ponyu, like, are huge mm. reference points for me. And I, we definitely looked like old-school snowboard game. And to me, like, Tony Hawk, you know, the underground games, like a, kind of mind-blowing to me as a kid. Like, you can have the skateboard, and then you can jump off the skateboard. Okay. <laughs> so I tried to incorporate some of that into the game. And, like, another sort of like, outlier is a uh, game called Jedi Knight academy that sort of yeah. has this super fluid movement for Jedi and use the force and others game that sort of added a from my childhood and had a lot of inspiration for, for the moveset in this game but it's like it's very much all over the place.
2: I, I thought so. I, I just love the movie. I really like it. And I could tell there was so much inspiration from so many areas that went into that. Um, there's probably more than most people would think just in the movement of that game, what it took and, and what inspired it. But uh, really cool, really well done.
1: Yeah. I, I'm very curious to hear sort of what uh, what inspiration do you see or sort of what do you read from it? Well,
2: the stuff that you've named is is spot on it's funny you say the tony hawk thing because that was (laughs) one of my things like feeling like i'm getting on off the skateboard and doing tricks and stuff and i'm going through the water um you know visually it felt really good because i was like in between like a sea of thieves um wind waker kind of feel but it, it had a culture in it which was cool to hear you say it was very personal for a lot of people for your coastline that were working on it made sense because i was like i can see the, the care and how personal this area was, even though I see all these other inspirations. So it's been a great game. I recommend anybody that hasn't tried it out on Stadia to do it. Cause I'm really surprised.
0: Yeah. I I would say personally, that's my probably one of my biggest Stadia highlights this year. Um, you know, there's been several games that came from the makers program, but this one definitely stands out for sure. Uh, Gamer, I did want to ask from an ex-dev, uh, so do you have any question for Regina?
3: Yeah, I mean, for, for me, I, I'm just really curious um, for to hear your take on deving in the cloud using Stadia's dev kit versus you know, local, um, or, or was it more of a process where you, you started local and then moved over to um, Stadia? Like, how did you guys handle um, dev in the game in general?
1: So I guess it's a little bit back and forth, you know, in earlier, some things you can very much do locally, you know, trying to figure out the art style, trying to figure out sort of the, the core, the core pieces, but towards the end of the process, I feel like it's, this is a game that's going to be experienced in the cloud. Like this has to be tested and developed sort of in the cloud. And I feel like Google like Stadia offered like a lot of very good and easy tool to work with in the dev kit. So I've been very pleased with the experience personally. Been very very simple to sort of work locally and shift to the cloud and and sort of back and forth.
3: Oh, cool! Uh, that's that's what I, I figured that because some devs, you know, they they love developing in the cloud and also on the the platform where the game will actually be played. Right? It just keeps it simple and easy for testing and QA. Um, did did you guys perform like an internal QA as you sort of um like? more of the agile model of, of testing and QA, or was it more of like a um, a waterfall thing where you wait until you finished large chunks of work and then you're like, okay, we'll test here. Or did you guys the, just you know test after each sprint? I mean, um, I, I know some people don't understand sprints, but I'm just asking that.
4: I was, I was just gonna jump in there. It might be worth maybe talking about what waterfall is and what a sprint is. Uh, so maybe people would understand that. Uh,
3: yeah so, that, that's what yeah. I, I was just gonna say yeah yeah but you can touch on that if you want to regina no i
1: i'm like the what, general approach with waterfall is you kind of plan out the, the broader st- strokes ahead and you try to sort of okay this is the project this is the scope this is the things we're gonna do and then you do it and that worked mm-hmm. great for some products um and then you have the, the agile sort of approach where you're like developing in sprint and you're trying to i guess on Sort of making it very contrasted or sort of broken down it's like you try to deliver a, have a product ready after every right. sprint and that sprint is sort of split up in different and i think most gaming industries or like i mean companies work with some sort of approach to to agile development mm-hmm. i think you usually try to plan out as much as you can but games are very sort of to take on a life of their own. Something that sounds good on paper doesn't necessarily always translate very well into an actual gaming yeah. experience. So, um,
3: yeah, the, re- the reason why I, I asked that question is because I've found a lot of um, ports for Stadia or even games developed on Stadia, just um, they just weren't that great. And I was really impressed with Wavetail. Like I could see that there was a lot of care and a lot of QA and a lot of testing that went on in this game. I, I ran into absolutely zero issues while while playing it. So I, I asked because I, I could tell that you guys actually tested this thing um, at every step and you followed an agile um, approach to development. Uh, it was clear, but sometimes I just doubt that other people, other other studios did the same on stadium. I'm like, how did you guys develop this thing? Did you did you just go waterfall when you shouldn't have? Yeah? I mean, so that that's why I wanted to get that out there. So kudos to you guys and your team. Thank you, thank you.
0: Cool, cool. All right. For the sake of time, um, we're gonna uh, kind of wrap this up. But Regina, thanks so much for taking the time to answer the question, and thanks so much for joining this panel. I know it's late for you, but you came, uh, so we really appreciate that. And hopefully, the viewers and the panel members, you know, enjoyed that as well. So thank you.
1: Yeah, this was really fun. Thank you for thank you for having me
0: awesome awesome so i'm just gonna give uh take a little bit to ask what you guys are doing panel members and update the viewers on where they can find you what are you guys doing and uh, to get started with that gtp what do you do sir and where can people find you yeah
2: guys game Type planet on uh, twitter facebook and youtube variety gaming content for everything console cloud and pc that i can fit in when i'm not playing halo <laughs>
0: Cool, cool. Uh, Duncan, what do you do, sir? Where can people find you?
4: Uh, you know me, I'm getting shouted up by everybody. Uh, everybody knows that. Uh, what we're working on at the moment, I think everybody here is probably going to be working on that, is we're going to be doing our end-of-year reviews on all the different platforms and looking forward to next year and what we want to see happen. Uh, So, I just want to say thank you for people for voting in the Cloud Gaming Awards, thank you for doing that,
0: thank you for taking part, and thank you guys for your support as well. Cool, cool. Good to have you and Duncan. How about you, Holtz? What do you do? Where can people find you?
5: So this time of year, I'm just drawn, I'm torn between all the other franchises and games and hardware that I've actually bought over the years, so I'm just now trying to catch up and actually finishing all the stuff I've bought. And trying to juggle that with actually my TV shows that I fell behind with, so the Marvel and DC. So this 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 holiday season, I'm just actually going to kick off, relax, and just trying to enjoy the the, the media and content that I've got. I know I should be setting up my um, YouTube channel. I've actually still got the Avatar sitting there from like six weeks ago. I paid for a live TV 2D character, and it's just sitting there. And I know I should actually get around, sit on my desk, and put some love into that. But I'm just happy sitting off playing the games of Halo it's the gaming industry it's dragging me away from my other passions
0: <laughs> But sure you got to get on that holds man but good to see you take some time especially this time of the year just to relax enjoy family and friends good stuff gamer what do you do sir where can people find you
3: uh you know i don't do a whole lot these days but you can find me on uh, on twitter uh that's where i spend most of the time i have a youtube channel that's linked um, I don't even remember the name of that channel, to be honest with you, but I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just living life, man.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. Always a pleasure to have you in the panel, so thank thanks for being here for sure. Thank you guys. Cool. Regina, is there anything that you want to plug, let people know where they can find you and what you do?
1: Well, I, I think I have a Twitter, but I don't use it very often, but I think it's just at Regina Rova. Uh, but uh, I, I recommend following the thunderful social platforms, all of them, to get a sort of hint at what I might be working on.
0: Cool, cool. So good to have you in here. And again, thank you for just being here and uh, answering a lot of the questions that we had for you. So appreciate it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for watching the viewers. And again, this is going to be Erin in your favorite audio podcast. So, Spotify apple whatever they call it over there google play podcasts catch it on there as well appreciate you guys we'll see you guys next week till next time bye y'all